Hello San Pedro Podcast, episode 28. You are listening to the Hello San Pedro Podcast. I'm Amanda, your host. Join me as I talk to amazing people within our community, business owners, community activists, local leaders, and people like you and me who love San Pedro. This is a place where we'll share big ideas, discuss hot topics, and spread good vibes. Hey everyone, welcome back to the Hello San Pedro podcast. I'm your host, Amanda Silva. Wow, it's been a minute. Um, As you guys may have heard in the last episode, I uh, announced that I was taking a week off for vacation so an episode didn't come out last week and I gotta say it was kind of weird for me not to have to you know stay up late at night editing the the episode and the show um and it was kind of nice to have a week off where I get to like unplug there wasn't any wi-fi where I was um I mean there was we had to pay for it and it was just like such a hassle um so honestly it was really nice to kind of be away and be away from all the distractions spend time with family uh yeah much needed uh but it is good to be back and there are some exciting things coming up for the podcast um first i want to talk about our sponsor bad fish for a moment so um i recently stopped by the shop to to chat with josh and um he mentioned that there have been some people coming into the shop not mentioning the code, but mentioning that they heard they were the official carrier of the three-eyed fish. Um, so that doesn't help you guys. If you go into the shop, don't forget to mention the code Hello SP um, because that'll get you ten percent off your purchase. And definitely let them know that you um, you know are stopping by. You heard about them on the podcast, and you really want to support local businesses because that's awesome other sponsor related news he hooked me up with a lot of merch so definitely be up on my instagram because i'm gonna be doing an instagram giveaway pretty soon um i'll probably be doing some over the next couple of weeks because he gave me a lot of really awesome merch and i want to make sure that my fans get the the best of it so um definitely be on my instagram and keep an eye on there i'll be giving you instructions for how to win um merch so yeah thank you so much Badfish. that's awesome um one other thing that's uh sponsor related kind of um so we talked about the ad and how we mentioned that uh Badfish was the official carrier of the three-eyed fish well have you guys noticed this uh month's san pedro today cover uh, the cover of the magazine is actually all about the th- local icon, the three-eyed fish. So for those of you who don't know or who possibly just aren't from Pedro, but for some reason are listening to this podcast, uh, thank you. Um, so the three-eyed fish came from a mural, a local mural in town, um, right by the Korean bell. Um, it's actually right on the side of the Korean bell. There's this concrete um, kind of like round... I really don't know what to call it. I don't know what it was in its previous life or what purpose it served. Um, but 
it actually goes into how the three-eyed fish mural came to be um and it gives you a whole backstory uh the editor was actually able to get in touch with the artist um because he actually got in touch with our sponsor badfish so that is really cool i definitely encourage every one of you guys to pick up a copy of um the april issue of the same Pedro today magazine because it goes into detail about what inspired the um the three-eyed fish mural um and fun fact for those of you who didn't know it actually was done by a like the artist who did this mural is not the same artist who did the mural just um a few feet away of the one-eyed uh squid so um we refer to them as inky and blinky um and of course badfish has a lot of merch of both of them uh so yeah just some really cool fun facts about local icons in pedro um yeah so i just wanted to share that with you definitely check out the story in the magazine so uh going into this week's episode of course i would have a ton of technical difficulties <laughs> so um i want to apologize uh first to my listeners who listen on a weekly basis and who are used to hearing a certain sound quality for some reason my i don't know what was going on that day of course it would happen the day that i come back from or basically the first episode that i'm recording after i come back from vacation but my recorder was not hooking up with my mac and i mean things were just not working out um and then of course my mac overheats so we had to like take a pause and go into another room lots of technical difficulties but i hope (laughs) at the end of it you will just really enjoy my awesome conversation with um, this week's guest. Um, This week's guest is Carolina Brown. She is the owner, along with her husband, Jeff, of uh, Rockin' L Baby Boutique. I love Carolina. We and her and I first met um, when I was teaching the social media program um, a few years back uh, in partnership with St. Peter Today. And um, she was not only an excellent student who really actually took to my advice very quickly um but i mean she has one of the cutest and most i mean just most adorable boutiques in the area um and she's also located the shop is located in weymouth corners so for those of you who aren't familiar or who aren't necessarily local um or who just don't necessarily shop in town. Um, Weymouth Corners is an area of San Pedro uh, located on 8th Street uh, and Weymouth. So if you're going on Western, Weymouth is pretty much right below Western uh, between 1st and 9th Street. Um, and somewhere in there, there's a little, just one strip of street we, we refer to as Weymouth Corners. That's where we host um, Candy Cane Lane. There's uh, Perosi's, there's Mandy's Boutique, um, there's Pollyann's Bakery, and a few other local shops. Alva's is there as well, and it's also the location of First Presbyterian Church. Um, so you have this really 
really charming street um and it is in one of you know san pedro's most coveted residential areas i would say i took a tour there with angela romero uh the vista del oro neighborhoods it is beautiful and it's very quiet and she refers to it as like as mulberry um and that's exactly what it is it has a beautiful charm to it uh i would hate for it to see i would hate for it to be redone in any commercial type of way where it was wasn't captivating the charm of that area i mean there's a beautiful um flower shop on the corner i think it's uh floor de leaves i i'm not sure i'm sorry if i got that wrong <laughs> but um it, you know passing by you you can tell it's just like a very charming area of san pedro so we do talk a lot about that area and maybe some improvements we can see I'm so happy to have Carolina on the show today because we talk about a lot of other things that I've been wanting to get into, um, things that really affect the local small business community. Um, that would be like things like shopping online and um, enough parking for our small businesses um, and for the customers that are going to be shopping at our local businesses. I mean, these are all things I think that we do have to address and we have to um, think about as we continue to build and as we continue to, you know, welcome new new uh, small businesses into the area. Um yeah, so I, I really hope that you guys enjoy this episode with Carolina Brown. Carolina, thank you so much for joining me. It was so good to see you. I'm going to have to bring in my son to the shop and, and spoil him with all of your adorable outfits for him. Um, <clears throat> also, I, I want to apologize specifically to you because I feel like I was so distracted with all of the technical difficulties. I didn't really get to dive into your history and, you know, maybe your experience as a teacher. So that being said, I would love to have you back on the show um, to talk about all of that and possibly even more uh, more things relevant to Weymouth Corners. Um, but yeah, anyways, I hope all of you guys enjoyed this um conversation i had with carolina brown and um please pardon uh the technical difficulties and perhaps any sound quality different differences that you might hear <laughs> uh, but yeah enjoy all right welcome back everybody um today on the show i have carolina brown who is the owner of rockinelle baby boutique um which she owns with her husband jeff and she's also born and raised in San Pedro, and I'm so glad to have her. Thank you so much, Carolina, for joining me today. Well, thank you, Amanda. I'm happy to be here and honored. Yay! I'm glad you were available last minute because um, I was out of town and I had a couple things fall through. So I was really, I was really happy to hear. And um, it's been a while since I came into the shop. I now have a little one-year-old, and he's the perfect size for all of your things. He is, yeah, he's beautiful. Thank mm -hmm. you. You did bring him in the other day. Yeah, husband. we well, did bring him in to get his um, fingerprints done, yes. his hand. Oh, my gosh. They turned out good. They were so cute, yeah. yes. And it was such a wonderful gift to give to my parents. Yeah. And just to have, I mean, as a keepsake, it really yeah. was really nice. I love bringing people like that into the store because she, only, she works from boutique to boutique. She's the hardest working woman wow. in California, I think, because mm -hmm. she carries those 50-pound bags of clay mm -hmm. and I do I have handprints from my kids when they went to 7th Street School Mrs. Spinella used to do it in kindergarten and you almost wanted to have your kid in her class one of the reasons to get those handprints right so mm -hmm. I know how important it is you'll cherish those more and more as he gets as he gets older right. oh, he is getting so big so quickly 
He doesn't fit into his trunks from last year, like I told you. Um, he's now wearing like 18 2T. He's, oh, he's big. yeah, he's barely like a year, but he's already wearing clothes for yeah. much bigger kids. Yeah. He's like a little boy and every new thing that we give him, for example, like we bought him a hat. Um, now he's, he, he just seems that much older. Yeah. Isn't that so funny yeah. with kids? Yeah. And now he's big enough to wear those sunglasses. We bought sunglasses when we were like, yeah. we were at Rockinelle last time and now he's old enough to wear them. Like it and he, fits he wants to. Yeah. And he's, he doesn't just take them off now. Yeah. Um, he thinks he's cool. Yeah. He is so, <laughs> he's so cute. He's so cute, but he seems so much older. Yeah. Uh, it, it goes by so fast. Um, so tell me about you. How's the, how's the business going? Business is a little slow. I was telling you earlier, business is slow and I've talked to other vendors and reps and retailers and we're not sure if it was the rain and more people stayed at home and shopped online mm-hmm. or the economy or this time of year is slow because of tax seasons. People aren't sure what they're going to be yeah. paying or getting mm-hmm. back, but it, it's starting to pick up. It's starting to pick up, and that's Easter good. is a wonderful time. Good. Yeah. That's absolutely great. Well, we're going to talk more about everything you just said because you mentioned online shopping and you mentioned um, just it being slow in general. I kind of want to talk to you about Weymouth Corners, um, but first I want to ask you what it was like growing up in San Pedro. Oh, it was wonderful. Mm-hmm. As a child, I loved San Pedro. I remember... Uh, traveling around town on the bus. My mother didn't drive. I'm Both my parents were from Italy. And Beacon Street at that time was, was pretty pretty bad. Uh-huh. And I remember specifically telling my mother that when I grew up, I was going to be the mayor of San Pedro oh and gosh. clean things up. Oh. I didn't know we were part of L.A. City. So I don't want that other part. That would be hard. Well, but, there's the honorary well, mayor. Yeah, there oh, are. <laughs> Which yeah. is what we're doing now. <laughs> yeah, right, exactly. Mm-hmm. And that's a wonderful program, too. It raises a lot of money for mm-hmm. the community. But, you know, that... Be like trying to run for Mary Star prom queen again. It is. It's a. It's like a fundraising. <laughs> yeah, like yeah, undertaking. Good for, for sure. them. Good for them. But no, I'm. I think it's a dream to have a store at Weymouth Corners. When I first got married, um, I worked at the little Italian deli that's now Annie's. Okay. And uh, we lived down the street. And as a child, going to Weymouth Corners and Perry's was like so much fun. Mm-hmm. So I've always just love that area and when my daughter opened the store I think about 14 years ago and named it after her kids Rocco and Elliot okay that hence the name um but she was an RN at the time she's still an RN at Harbor General she was going to let it go she got real busy with the kids with soccer and Mm -hmm. ballet and and I was teaching at the time at South Shores and my husband and I were like well we've always loved Weymouth Corners we always thought about retail and without knowing one thing, we took it over. Wow. In 2010. So it's nine years. Wow. Almost yeah. ten, so you're almost celebrating 10 years yes, next year. Yes, as the new owners. But Allison had opened it like three or four years prior. Okay, got it. And uh, my daughter helped me a lot and took me up to L.A. and introduced me to the California Clothing Mart where I could order. And mm-hmm. um, I just loved it. Mm-hmm. I, and I retired from teaching three years ago. So now I still only work two days because <laughs> I'm retired. <laughs> But people that come into the store are happy. They're mm-hmm. celebrating a new baby mm-hmm. in the family or they're four for themselves. And right. So I, I get really happy customers, and I'm passionate about bringing wonderful stuff to the store. You guys carry wonderful things. Thank I've you. seen it. And it's not just baby stuff because I've seen a lot yeah. of things that I've been like, I really want this. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, and those beautiful vases that I recently saw on Instagram. Mm-hmm. By the way, your Instagram is looking great. Thank you, Amanda. <laughs> um, <laughs> 
I, I was just telling you that I don't, I've never really mentioned it too much on the podcast, but Carolina and I met because she was part of the social media program that I was teaching um, a couple years back, and your Instagram has looked wonderful ever since. Oh, not as good as when you were working with me. No. <laughs> I had a lot of fun coming into the shop yeah. and, like, you know, setting things up yes. for photos. Yeah. yeah. You had a lot of great things to work with there. As I was telling you earlier, every time I take an Instagram, I think of you, and I'm like, <laughs> oh, I hope Amanda's going to approve of this one. And then you see the my like, hopefully. Yes, I do. Yeah, yeah. No, that, that, you have to be a part of that mm-hmm. if you're going to keep your business. Mm-hmm. We did try to sell online. And um, that didn't work. It was a lot. Of, it was a lot of work, and I realized after a year and only selling maybe three or four things, even though I had a, a, a link so you could see the shoes and then buy the shoes, yeah. that we really are the mom and pop store uh-huh. where people want to come in and get the cute little gift wrap and talk to me or talk to any of the other women that are there. Mm-hmm. Maybe have a glass of wine if it's in the afternoon, right? And hang out. Yeah. And so we're not an online commodity okay I wanted to ask you about that because so much is going online you know and um, I wanted to that was one of my one of the reasons why I was so interested in doing teaching social media in the first place was because you know everything is going online ever no we don't have pedestrians necessarily walking up and down Mm -hmm. especially way with corners you know it's not a big pedestrian traffic area except maybe for I don't know is it events that go on there or well candy cane lane is huge but now there actually is quite a bit of foot traffic okay Mm -hmm. and the other like Perosis that came in Annie's Nails Mm -hmm. uh, the bakery is you Pollyann Bakery is huge Mm -hmm. they bring in a lot of people Mm -hmm. so no, that's good, but you no, we're not like at a mall, or we're not next to Vons, yeah. or, so we have to really, I work really hard to bring people. Yeah. And, you know, I rent a pony. Mm-hmm. Yes, I've seen the pony, <laughs> that is so cute. You gotta bring your son next time. So, yeah, when are you When are you having we, the pony back? <laughs> we just had him in January. Okay. Ponies are expensive. So. I, I can imagine. <laughs> yeah, yeah, but no, we'll have, we may have him again in the summer, mm-hmm. like twice a year. Um, for the online store setup, did you just kind of work it out through your um, website, like you try to build yeah, I had uh, a dean. Mm-hmm. Oh my god, he was actually a neighbor of Weymouth Corners. Reach out, and I worked with him, and he did a wonderful job, mm-hmm. and taught me how to use it. And it was tutorial, and and we did, and I got new product in, and I'd put it online, and then if we sold something, we had to take it offline. So mm-hmm. we did it for about a year. Okay. Yeah. So we really gave it a try, but it just wasn't, it wasn't worth the effort. It wasn't picking up. No. Mm-hmm. No. Yeah. No, I, I'm, I always like to hear back about that because I know it's not exactly the same, you know, if you're selling mm-hmm. online through your website because your website has to have that much traffic, right? Right. And then everything else that you are putting out there on, like, social media and on Facebook has to go directly back. It's like, it's a hustle. It's a hustle yeah. to get online numbers to grow. Right. Mm-hmm. And there's, and there, you, well, always there's one person working. So mm-hmm. if something was sold and it was online, we had to go back and check. We didn't have it set up. We had to physically manually mm-hmm. uh, set it up and then Take mail it. it. Yeah. And so I don't know. But Plus shipping too shipping is, a, is expensive. Is a, expensive and it's a headache. Yeah. I tried doing some shipping with other things and yeah, it's a headache unless you are willing to pay so much, but you have to have the numbers to justify that. Right. Yeah, right. absolutely. Well, you know what? I'm glad we're talking about this. Do you want to talk about how you feel about online shoppers? Sure. <laughs> it's, 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 I think that's a huge problem in the United States. In, well, probably worldwide, I'm sure. Mm-hmm. But um, there's this pride in people saying, oh, well, I only online shop. Mm-hmm. And 
I told you earlier, I think we need to get away from that. I mean, that'd be like, my example is like, well, I never use a trash can. I just throw it on the floor. Okay. <laughs> yeah. Because when you online shop, which I do, mm-hmm. and I understand young moms and dads that are home and or working full time to run to the mall or run to Rockanel mm-hmm. is not always feasible. Mm-hmm. But what we're taking away are those entry-level jobs. Mm-hmm. When you don't go to your um, to your mall or your local. shopping area, local mm-hmm. shopping area, that's a lot of jobs that you're kind of circumventing. You're going around. I When I started nine years ago taking over the store, I would go to California Mart, mm-hmm. and there was a whole floor filled just for children's clothing, children's apparel, children's accessories. Children. Mm-hmm. And now it's probably a third of what it was. And part of that problem is the large companies like Baby Aiders and Baby Bling Bows, and which are great companies, are also going online. Mm-hmm. So they are not being repped by a showroom. Mm-hmm. So it, it just keeps trickling down to where eventually there will not be any brick-and-mortar stores. You will only be able to shop online. Yeah. And, you're, and we're losing all those jobs. We're losing the job for those kids that are working you know, at the mall, yeah. at the stores, at the food courts. And it's and it's kind of, I mean, it is so much more beneficial, I think, to work in your in your local community, I feel like, rather than travel to a, a mall or, a, mm-hmm. you know, somewhere just a little bit outside. Right. You know, how beneficial it is for somebody who's maybe in high school to just go down the street and right. work in their local, you know. Right. No, we get, we, during, about now, we'll start getting you know, job requests from young kids. Mm-hmm. And I'd love to be able to do that, but I'm not that big of a store. Uh-huh. But, um, you know, there's also a, there's a fallacy too that people don't shop in LA. Well, they do. Um, excuse me, in San Pedro we do shop in LA. Oh, okay. <laughs> I'm so sorry. People don't shop in San Pedro. And actually they do because we've increased our sales like 10% ever since we took over the store. Right. And we're with my daughter. Well, now I own it, but, you know, we've been in business 14 years and mm-hmm. for a little boutique, Mm-hmm. A really little boutique. <laughs> That's amazing. Mm-hmm. And I'm really proud of that. Yeah, and I'm absolutely. really proud of that. People are incredibly loyal here in town. And That's a huge support. achievement. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and they want to support local business, but it you can't. There's a lot you can't get in San Pedro right. without going to Marshalls. Absolutely. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And some of us are so grateful for Target Marshalls because mm-hmm. it made us able to stay in town. Mm-hmm. But that just speaks to how much we like to shop in, in town. town. Oh, yeah. You mentioned growing up. Growing up in San Pedro, you went up and down 6th Street, and mm-hmm. you could you could buy a bra. Mm-hmm. I couldn't even imagine that. No. You could buy, you know, you could buy bathing suits. You could buy... I mean, there's still some great stores downtown, mm-hmm. um, but it, you want to. A lot of times you want to, and yeah. you really can't. You have to leave. I do see I do see it changing for the downtown area and mm-hmm. I feel like it's going to be very busy and like full of pedestrians all the time because mm-hmm. now you really only get a lot of action um, in this area on first Thursdays mm-hmm. for example or sometimes you know the weekend Saturday mm-hmm. and Sunday um, but I think there's going to be a lot of all the time pedestrian traffic in the in the near future do you see something like that happening for Weymouth Corners um one of the problems with Weymouth Corners that, that needs to be addressed is parking. Okay, yeah. Mm-hmm. There's there's only two-hour parking there. Uh-huh. And that's fine. You can get your nails done. You can get your hair done. You can get it blown out. You know, you can come and shop at Rock and Ale. You can have a glass of wine. Mm-hmm. And you can do that within two hours. The peop- the problem with the people that are, are the employees that work at the Oh, corner. yeah. Mm-hmm. And, you know, until the – not my employees. They park in the back. Most of the business there have – 
parking off the alley. So right. that's not a problem. But a lot of the businesses have more than enough. They don't yeah. have enough parking. Right. So they're parking and taking up spots. And if I'm driving, and this has happened, if I'm driving before I owned a business there, if I'm driving to Weymouth Corners to go get bread, and I've circled the block twice and can't find a parking spot, I go to Vaughn's. Yeah, exactly. So, You're like, I tried. Yeah, I, I tried. tried but so we, it would be nice. I mean, you don't want to say this as a, a business owner, but we need parking enforcement or we need meters. Yeah. For the people that own businesses there that have their employees park there. Uh-huh. I see what you're saying. Yeah. Um, and it just seems like there needs to be just more parking in general in the area. Yeah, that would be not. That's yeah. not going to happen. Yeah, because I'm sure for Cane Cane Lane, it, it gets really... Yeah, but people understand, and so they're parking through so they're parking, walks. Yeah. And a lot of residents, it's sweet. That's where we get a lot of people live in that area. Of course. Walk there, mm-hmm. you know. But again, it's the it's the over two hours. Under two hours, you park. You need to park. Yeah. So I'm not wanting to collect quarters. I'm just wanting people to be cognizant that it is two hours. Yeah. Um, I remember, well, I worked at, like, the Starbucks, for example, which is in that... Um, 25th? West, yeah. No, not 25th. It was actually in the... Um, 25th parking can get pretty mad Isn't, sometimes. Yeah. <laughs> it was in the Western and Westmont Plaza. Oh, yeah, yeah. But we, as employees, weren't allowed to park in front of Starbucks. Right. We were told to park, like, further mm-hmm. away because those parkings are for, for, right, customers. Yeah, for customers who just need to stop and get their coffee and leave, right? right? Um, yeah, and for the most part, I think everybody there that owns a business there have their employees park in the back because uh-huh. we have a big alley. I have underground parking. Oh, you I, do? I, yeah, there's parking under my... Oh. Store. So if you ever can't find parking, you can park there. You're like, oh, Carolina, I really want to shop, but I can't find you can, parking. You, I'll move my car. <laughs> That's good to know. <laughs> so. I had no idea there was an underground parking there. Yeah, just, yeah. Uh-huh. Yeah, so we have that. So most of the buildings do. Okay. It's just if you have, fifth, you know, if you have five employees and they're all parking out front, right. there isn't enough spots. Right, so. exactly. That's, I think the only drawback. Other than that, Weymouth Corners is like, mm-hmm. you know, it's Mayberry. Yeah, it really I love is. it. Mm-hmm. And we all, the, all the business owners are, are very kind to each other and we'll walk out and talk, you know, watch each other's stores. Mm-hmm. And no, it's a great, it's a great place. I'm very proud to own a store there. I'd love to be downtown. Do you ever see that happening? I looked into it this year. Yeah. And um, I don't know if I want, you know, I am retired. Yeah, it's true. <laughs> Do I want to work another two days? Because yeah. you have to be at least two or three days in your own store. Uh-huh. And I don't know if the right opportunity. Yeah, so, and who knows what might open up, um, yeah, in the near future with all the changes. Yeah. So, but let me say, I would not give up rocking out. Okay. No, no. All right, well, now is actually a great time for a break for our, our sponsor. So after the break, we'll get back to it. Hey guys, fun fact. Did you know that Bad Fish was the official carrier of all 3Ed Fish merchandise? Find the 3Ed Fish shirts and other Pedro-inspired apparel at their store on 6th Street between Mesa and Center in downtown San Pedro. Or visit them at their website, badfishclothing.com. Listeners of the podcast get an extra 10% off their purchase when they use promo code HELLOSP at checkout, online or in stores. Thanks, Bad Fish! Um, well, Carolina, something I like to ask all my guests is what they think about the changes that are going on in San Pedro, the re- redevelopment, um, the changes going on in downtown. Uh, do you have any major concerns regarding all of these changes? I think as most San Pedro's, San Pedrans born and raised here, we don't want to lose the 
the essence of what San Pedro is, mm -hmm. but definitely the change I think is going to be wonderful. Okay. Yeah. I, I think we're a very unique community, mm -hmm. and we want to keep that keep it that way. But I just see progress. I. What do you mean necessarily by essence of San Pedro? Can you describe it? it that it's a working class community. Yeah. That it's 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 not just a bedroom community. People yeah. don't all work in L.A. and then live. They, they live and work here, you know, because of the port mm -hmm. and, and the waterfront. Um, and that started with the fishermen and the canneries. So we were always different than, let's say, Redondo or Manhattan Beach, with nothing is wrong with them, of course. But yeah. San Pedro was unique in that, in that we lived and worked here. Right. So I'm, I'm very proud of that. But I want to see the changes. Yeah. It's time. Mm -hmm. And I also think some of the best changes happen not because of the native San Pedro, San Pedro but the people that are coming in who mm -hmm. appreciate that happens in the store all the time they just move to the area maybe they're from LA or Venice area and they love our community yeah and they're the ones that go have you seen the lighthouse and we just went to that festival and did you go to you know and we kind of being natives, we become lackadaisical. Yeah. Like, oh yeah, yeah, oh yeah, that's right. There's a there's a lighthouse. I know. I I've talked about that before, where it, it almost takes like an outsider mm -hmm. to see the magic of San Pedro to wake yeah. us up and be like, oh yeah, it is magical here. It is. It um, is. I mean, just yesterday, I was telling you about the day we had um, with my son, and we took him to the Korean Bell. We flew a kite. Mm -hmm. I mean, he was having an amazing time, mm -hmm. and we were surrounded by like almost. I mean. Not quite 360, but like almost a 280-degree view yeah. of the ocean, which is amazing. Um, yeah, it is. there's something very special about this town. Yeah, and, and we, my husband and I were taking our dog for a walk down at by 22nd Street, and I'm not sure where they have the, the, the X, or shoot, the... the oh, SpaceX? SpaceX, mm -hmm. yes. And then they were, at the very end of that, on the walk, they were filming, and so, and they were working on SpaceX, and it was sunset, and it was cold, and I thought, I would pay money to do this, mm -hmm. <laughs> and this is my town, mm -hmm. and I, and we don't take enough advantage of it. Absolutely. So it's, it's, I think the changes are fantastic. You know, I actually ran into a couple people at the Korean Bell, and they were just sitting there eating their sandwich. I, I, I walked up to one young man who um, had a dog, and my son loves dogs, so I just said, like, hi, is it okay? Can can he pet your dog or come mm -hmm. see your dog? And the dog was very friendly, knocked my little boy down, and my little boy was laughing. Um, but he, I asked, oh, where are you from? And he said he's from Long Beach, but he always comes here for a Busy Bee sandwich. Oh, and, yes. yeah, he was eating a pastrami Busy Bee sandwich. Um, and just to take his dog out by the park because right. um, they don't really – he was saying that the dog parks there aren't that nice. Or, right? We have great dog parks Oh, here. yeah. We really do. Yeah. Really and great. you can bring your dog to a lot of places mm -hmm. here, you mm -hmm. know. Yeah. We're very dog-friendly in that way. Uh, often I have to talk to people back east or for the store and bring it in clothing. Mm -hmm. And one of my favorite stories is I was talking to a man, I think it was in Ohio, mm -hmm. and he goes, San Pedro – Oh yeah, I've been to that great fish market. Is it still there? Uh huh. So it's that same thing. We're just we have some wonderful things, and I'm glad they didn't they didn't tear that down. Yeah. And I look forward to San Pedro Marketplace. Is that what's um, San Pedro Public Market? Yeah. Okay, I mm -hmm. think that's going to be wonderful. I think so too. I'm yeah. pretty excited about that. Yeah. Um, were there anything else that kind of concerned you about the anything of the changes going on? Changes? No, just 
I'm glad that 6th and 7th Street are being preserved with the older buildings. Right. Because, you know, when you go to Abbott Kinney, those are all old buildings, and they were just, I'm glad. So I'm glad that to see that happening. Yeah. It's a little hard to get rent down here or to lease a place. Yeah. There seems to be only a few owners. Mm-hmm. That's a, that, that's another bit, conversation. Another conversation yeah. for another time. But um, good, good. Yeah. Um, it's about time that people are wanting to come open up businesses downtown. Yeah, yeah, I know. I'm pretty excited about it. Um, we've talked about that before on the uh, on the podcast that, you know, there are just a few owners of the actual buildings in town, so it, re- it really is forcing people to lease. And, you know, with the rising rents, we're, we just want to make sure it's all business-friendly. Yeah, I'm not exactly. much. I'm not sure how much we could do necessarily, but, um, you know, people are strong. And that's the thing about this community is that we really – we really speak up for the things that we want to see happen. Right, right, so that's right. exciting. <coughs> well, um, well, yeah, that's, that's really, good. yeah, that's and good. And the concerns you were asking? Well, I was asking, well, I was really asking about the concerns, but now I was going to ask about the excitement, if you're excited about anything particularly, but we kind of covered that as well. Yeah, yeah, we did that. Yeah, my concerns are, I think, what everybody feels is, and that's all over L.A. is the homeless situation. Oh, yeah. So. That's. That's been a deep, a big concern. Yeah, in sure. fact, I think I'm going to have um, Amber Shakinsburg. She's probably going to be joining me back on the podcast soon to talk a little bit about what's going on. Um, I've seen improvement, though. Yeah. I, I have. I have seen. It seems like more people. I know Harbor Interfaith does an amazing job getting helping to get people off the streets. Mm-hmm. So I, I've noticed because, you know, I try to get my hair down here, my eyelashes. Yeah. Uh, and... I've noticed, yeah, no, there's an improvement. There's less, mm-hmm. less. So hopefully people are getting help. Right. No, I think they are. And I think with the, um, you heard about the homeless shelter that's coming here. Yeah. So we'll see. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you might have a few opinions about that. Yeah. Yeah. Uh-huh. yeah. We, people need to leave somewhere. Absolutely. I think, um, I don't think at the end of the day there was a, a great place for it. Some of us were talking about how it's in front of the, you know, the, cruise terminal is that where it's gonna be it pretty much yeah um but at the end of the day yeah i don't think there is a great place for it and it's important that people sleep under a roof you know it's we're too comfortable with seeing people sleep on the street exactly now again when i was a kid so i'm 65 so this is a while ago beacon we would take a bus from uh downtown and beacon street was pretty well known as a pretty scary area. Uh-huh. It was the Skid Row, this, and you would see maybe one or two homeless. Not even sure they were homeless. Yeah. They were maybe just drunk. Yeah. And that was shocking as a child. Yeah. And now we're stepping over bodies. It's just, it's horrible. And yeah. driving into LA for the store, we think we have it bad here. Drive into LA, go to downtown LA, not downtown oh, yeah. LA, but the, like the flower the alleys, areas yeah. and, and it's the over, are you talking about the fashion district fashion too? district the yeah. uh the underpasses of the freeway it's our country this, should, this shouldn't be happening absolutely i am um, the a lot of these things were the reason i kind of started the podcast is because i can't do anything about it on a global level or like on a national level mm-hmm. i already know that that's just a problem that's way too big but at least we can start a conversation about mm-hmm. how we're dealing with it here in our town so yeah i think yeah. it's an important conversation to have and i think we're going to need to talk a lot more about it you know in the coming months and the years as you know as exactly. things start to change exactly mm-hmm. 
Yeah. Well, thank you so much for joining me. Oh, thank um, you. It's great to catch up with you. I know. I definitely need to come into the store. Um, so Easter's coming up. I know you probably have a lot of really cute Easter yes. things in the store. Yes. It's hard not to yeah. buy. That's my biggest problem. Yeah. I'm too much of a consumer. <laughs> you probably get a lot of grandmas in there yeah. shopping, spoiling their, yes. their little ones, That's right? That's best customer, yes. Yeah. <laughs> yes. Um, so before we before we head off on um, on the episode, do you want to give us your website or um, your Instagram name? It's all under Rock and L Baby. Okay. R O K. Every every vendor I go to, they always do R O C K. No, it's R O K N E L L Baby at okay. Gmail dot com, and okay. Instagram is Rock and L, and Facebook is Rock and L. Awesome. Rock and L Baby. We kept it very simple. Yeah, very simple, and I think that's a great. Yeah, that, you taught me that, yeah. Amanda. <laughs> Keep it all same under all platforms. I was a very good student of <laughs> you Amanda's. Were, you yes, were an I excellent was. student. Um, boy, if I were to come back and teach that, I'd have to learn so much still. Oh, that frightens me. Don't yeah, tell me that. Social media has changed so much, yes. but honestly, it's it's very. Um, I think a, a business owner could really take advantage of all the features. I'm trying to do it myself for my own podcast. Right. <laughs> so. right. Yeah, you'll have, you'll have to show me how to do the link so I can so my friends are going to want to hear this. Yeah, I'm oh, hoping. definitely. I'll yeah. send you the link um, for this yeah. episode. And, um, for example, your website and your Gmail, I can have all that information in the show notes so okay. that when people listen, they can just click on it and go okay. directly to it. Oh, that'd be great. Yeah, thank well, you. thank you so much for joining great me. great to see you. Thank you. It's good to see yeah, you, too. I'm very proud of you. This episode was brought to you by Cryptospace, San Pedro's one and only cryptocurrency lounge. Learn more at CryptospaceUS.com. And don't forget to use that promo code HelloSP at Badfish for 10% off all your purchases. Don't forget also to follow me on my Instagram because I'm going to be doing a Badfish giveaway on my IG. All right, guys. It was really great chatting with you. I can't wait to see you next week. Have a good one.